Welcome to the Commercial Kitchen Chronicles, the podcast dedicated to the commercial food equipment repair industry. My name is Pat Pimmel. I'm a lead master certified technician at General Parts Group and a certified successor trainer. My goal is to shine a light on what I believe to be one of the most interesting and rewarding industries a field service technician can work in. I love the work I do, and I'm glad you're here listening to this podcast. In this episode, Dusty and I talk about tech support do's, don'ts, and etiquette, and more. Thanks for tuning in. What's going on, everybody? So tonight, me and Dusty are going to talk about tech support do's, don'ts, and etiquette. Um, this isn't only pertaining to calling a manufacturer. This can pertain calling to coworkers, um, friends. You know, if you're calling somebody for help, what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So, what's going on, Dusty? How you been, buddy? Pretty good, man. Been busy. How you been? Busy, and I want to be, man. I'm trying to like chill out a little bit with some of the stuff. I've worked a bunch and uh, my February is kind of crazy. I didn't really do a whole lot of work. I did some Saturday stuff to help out and some install mm-hmm. stuff, but didn't really work a whole lot. And I'm just not feeling working a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of I in mean, that phase too. Cause towards the tail of the year last year in January, I mean, I was just full throttle and then you hit that wall and you're like, damn man. I mean, I just want to chill for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure I'll get back into it. Just, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm off tomorrow, so I didn't want to kill myself this week. I'm yeah. off Monday for a funeral, so I'm not going to, want to kill myself next week. So if I take a day off, I mean, I don't know how your guys' company works, but where we work at, you still got to work 40 hours of overtime plus the eight mm-hmm. hours for the day off. So it's just like, I'm not killing myself. So no. it, it is what it is. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure so- the week after, I'll be back to going crazy. I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I'm kind of just, I mean, just a couple week break uh, because I know this summer and this spring I'm going to be full throttle again. So, yeah, I don't have any more time off planned after next week until I think the NRA show. So, next year? Uh, well, it's in May. Oh, okay. So, NRA's in May in Chicago. And then um, I may take some, like, I think I will. Uh, ooh, actually, I think I'm going to take a week off. In April for spring break and go rent a cabin. So we'll see. Okay. Busy. We got a couple people in here. So what I just want to talk about is tech support stuff. Um, you know, I have guys call me from my company, other companies, and I try to help them out as best I can. So when you call tech support, I mean, I know it's rough, and I I'm not knocking tech support guys. I couldn't do that job. I get frustrated as it is fielding my guys questions so mm-hmm. you know what what kind of procedures do you do when you call tech support i know when i call i try to make sure that i've done everything i can um mm-hmm. i've heard that's, horror that's... stories of good no you're good uh, i mean pretty much my process is you know pretty standard which because tech support usually takes a while because they're swamped and um so usually i'll just i mean read the diagram use a meter try to get to where you you are unable to get past, you know what I'm saying? So like figure mm-hmm. out, cause a lot of times, like, you know, I'm sure tech support gets frustrated. I'm sure like, cause when I was early in this and I would call you and I would, you would be like, Oh, check here and this, but before you even get to that point, you've already solved the problem yourself. So it's like, pull out a meter, uh, read the diagram, 
try to troubleshoot yourself and then because tech support's there for if you're stumped and you just need help or if you need specific questions about uh, readings or uh, something like that. Um, so I usually try to ha have all my reading because there's a company, I don't know if we're name dropping, but there is a manufacturer out there. And if you don't, if you haven't used your meter, they can tell you haven't used your meter and it just, they, they won't, they won't help you or they'll, they'll kind of act like, you know, which is a good thing because they're trying to just fill out the guys who call on the way to the job. And they're like, Oh, the customer said it's not heating or it's heat failure. Um, so I, I pretty much just make sure I get to a point before I call tech support, unless it's something specific, unless I need to know volt, you know, like a like a specific reading or what something, um, you know, a part number or something like that. I use a meter schematic and before I call tech support or anybody else. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you hit on something there that kind of irks me. You said <laughs> call on the way to site. And mm -hmm. I mean, I've had manufacturers that want you to call before you get there so they can run something by you because they probably already know what it is or they've had an issue with something they want you to check that ahead of time. I get that if you're requested to do it, but don't call a manufacturer on the way to site and try to get information from them, try to get them to tell you what it is before you get there. They don't know. They're not psychic. They, I mean, unless that unit's hooked to the internet and it tells them what's wrong, they're not going to know. I mean, exactly. It, you're wasting that guy's time, you're wasting that company's time, and you're making yourself look bad and your company look bad. So don't call yep. on the way to site trying to fish for answers before you get there because it may be completely unrelated. I mean, these customers tell you units down or not lighting, but guess what, man? There's a million things that, that could be. So mm -hmm. the manufacturer doesn't know just because, you know, it's warranty or whatever. They're not going to be able to help you out just because you're calling them. I mean, get in front of the equipment and do some work on your own. Um, no. I preach to guys all the time. I'm like, I'll have a guy call. Like, It'd be like, say, if it's a gas oven or something, or a gas range or uh, a gas combi, anything gas. And they'll be like, hey, uh, you know, call me. Hey, it's not lighting. Or, hey, I get this. I'm like, well, what's the gas pressure? Well, it's good. No, good <laughs> is not a gas pressure reading. I want to know yeah. gas pressure. Good doesn't cut it. And the factory mm -hmm. was the same thing. They don't want good. They don't want... If they ask you for the voltage, good. They, good is not an answer. If they're asking you what it is, you need to be able to give them a reading, whether it's mm -hmm. gas pressure, voltage, or other things. I mean, I get it. I mean, there's days we're frustrated today. You know, I got my butt kicked on some stuff, and it wasn't my fault. But, you know, I had to tell tech support several times, and um, and I lost my cool. I mean, I had a customer getting crappy with me, and I called tech support. I talked to one guy. He was really good, you know, and I had been working with him for with this issue a couple times a day and I called back out somebody else and that guy wanted to pop off with some smart ass answers, you know, and mm. uh, you know, I wasn't in the mood for it. He probably wasn't in the mood for it. So I just hung up and I called right back and the same dude answered. And as soon as he said his name, I hung up and the dude called me because <laughs> they got our number and he called me and he was like, Hey, don't hang up. I was like, <laughs> I was like, look, man, I was like, I'm not trying to like go through everything I've already went through. I said, I've been working with this particular issue for a little bit today. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it wasn't really a tech support issue. It was more of a, I was doing an install and they were trying to change some stuff and it wasn't going to work and just trying to get it to work. But, you know, it, it was what it, it was. But you know, he ended up helping me. But I just, man, I just wasn't in the mood. So, I mean, we all have our days. But give yeah. them the information they need, they ask for. I mean, it, if, go ahead. 
No, and that's something that I do too. Um, so I'll, I'll check, you know, if, if it's all relating to that, pretty much all my readings um, that source the problem. So like my gas pressure, my voltage here, you know, um, yeah, you know, check your, your continuity through your limits, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I usually write it down, like my ohms readings, my voltage, mm -hmm. my gas pressure. And I carry like a, I'm such an 80 year old man because I carry like an actual paper notepad and I'll just write all that stuff down. So when they ask, you don't have to recheck it or say, hold on a second. You're just boom, 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 boom. And I mean, when you do that, your call and you're, and they actually help you a lot better. They're more inclined because they know this guy's trying. He's putting in the work before he calls us. Uh, and a lot of times you'll learn a lot from those guys. So, yeah, that's a great point. You know, write down the information. If, you know, if you're getting, if you're getting readings, you need to write that down. You're not going to remember all that. So mm -hmm. I like to write it down anyway, especially when I'm working on a call, it's an issue. You know, some manufacturers, they want you to, I mean, let's just, there's a certain brand fryer out there. If you call, if it's under warranty and it's, it's a gas issue and you call them and you don't have static dynamic pressure, you don't have static dynamic pressure of everything on that line, you don't have millivolts reading from the thermal pile, you don't have all that, they're not going to help you. I mean, just because that's the basic stuff they want for their equipment mm -hmm. and you got to do it. So, I mean, it, it's all going to come back to you doing some work on your own before you get there. Exactly. And that's part of, you know, and you never learn if you just call tech support. And sometimes, you know, the wait time is crazy or they don't give you the answer you want um, or need. And, you know, if you don't learn the diagnostic process up until that point, you're you're screwed. I mean, you're just, well, you can't call tech support. I mean, you can call them every single call. I'm not knocking it, but you'll find yourself calling them a lot less the more you do, the more work you do on your own. So, yeah. I mean, I've heard horror stories of from tech support guys where, you know, they ask someone to to get a reading and they don't even know how to use a meter. They don't have to turn the meter on. I mean, it's like, holy cow. I mean, mm -hmm. we as an industry have to do better training our guys or making sure our guys know how to use the tools. I mean, I couldn't imagine sending a guy out that doesn't even know how to turn a meter on to work Gosh. on stuff. So, yeah. I mean, and then, I, uh, my man, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're good. I was just saying, <laughs> I get it. I mean, we're, we're trying to get new guys in and there's guys that don't have experience or whatever, but we got to use the basic tools before we try to turn them loose. Yeah, exactly. Cause there's, cause you're, I think, I don't know if anyone's who's really doing it, but uh, there's one manufacturer I brought up earlier who's doing it. They're grading technicians based upon their call-ins to tech support. Um, and I actually heard that when I was at Cepesa, they're, they're giving technicians and companies a rating based upon previous tech support conversations. Um, so you'll eventually get, I mean, they'll, they'll keep tabs, you know, and you'll get a name for yourself, so. That's crazy, I never heard of that. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I I mean, I've been doing this coming on 17 years and I, uh, I don't, I don't, hmm, I mean, I, I don't call tech support unless I absolutely have to. Most of the time, I only call them if it's forced because of warranty issues or something like that. Um, but, I mean, I, I do feel a lot of questions, so I get it. It, it. It's not an easy job. I mean, if I call tech support and, you know, they ask me my serial number, I give it to them. And then as soon as they ask for, you know, what's going on, I just I unload on them. And most of the time they freak out because they're not expecting someone to unload data, you know, mm -hmm. you know pressures readings amp draw all that stuff they did not expect people to unload that on them and um a lot of those guys i mean i'm not knocking them but they're reading a flow chart dude 
-hmm. they're starting here and they're working through going to this page for this problem going to this page for this problem and you know by the time i call it's it's to the point where well what we're dealing with is probably not in your book anywhere <laughs> yeah I mean, exactly but i gotta remember that i gotta have patience and let these guys go through the process because that's how they're trained it's how they work and um sometimes i lose patience with them and unfortunately you know i don't mean to it's just that you know i've been down that route i've been through you know i know how to find your guys's stuff i know how to do this it's, if i'm calling there's there's an issue so it's mm -hmm. uh we, patience is a huge part as far as you know dealing tech support yeah i would agree and you know vice versa i'm sure they have to deal with a lot too and we deal with a lot it's kind of like you know, especially when you get towards that, like two o'clock, three o'clock, if that's when you call tech support, <laughs> they're stressed, we're stressed. It's just never a smooth conversation. So it's, uh, yeah, but you just kind of got to realize that they've been, who knows who they've been talking to all day. And uh, so you just uh, be prepared, you know, and that's all you can really do. Yeah. Um, I mean, when COVID hit, a lot of these manufacturers, they dumped a lot of their tech support guys. They dumped a lot of their training guys. So, you know, guys are doing tech support for them now, maybe haven't been trained as well, um, or they're just overworked. I mean, a lot of these guys are still working from home. I've noticed, like, you yeah, can hear, like, a dog or something in the background, so you, these guys are still working from home. Um, yeah. They're letting some of these tech support guys work remotely, you know. They don't have to come to the factory. They don't have to, you know, be in that city or whatever. But I think that's cool, you know. But, it, it yeah, it's, it's, it can be crazy sometimes. Yeah. And that's, you'll see, you'll also, when it comes to tech support guys, you'll, you'll get the ones that you can tell had experience in the field and had, mm -hmm. had their hands on certain pieces of equipment. Um, so you can usually tell the specialists, the technicians. Um, and those are, those are the kind of the guys you want. Like you said, when you, when you've went through the flow chart per se, and you need something beyond that, those are the guys you hope for. Uh, yeah. but you know, I've dealt with, I've been doing this a long time and luckily I've met some people that are pretty high up in service departments and um, mm -hmm. I can reach out to them directly. I'll send them a text. Hey, you available or Hey, I'm dealing with this. Or I'll send them an email like, Hey, I've been dealing with this, you know, this one's kind of stopped me a little bit and I've kind of got a little back door into that. So uh, I'm not telling you to do this, but if you ever get an email address with somebody, uh, save that email address. <laughs> yeah, I do hundred percent. I, I have a, I've actually made a few connections. Um, with a few different manufacturers and it is crazy you can just shoot them an email and a lot of times they'll they'll reply back to you or shoot them a text you know um and that's a huge thing to have in your back pocket there's no hold time there's no wait time and you know it's kind of like they'll get to you when they get to you but it's a direct line and it, and you usually know the person you're like oh they've helped me out before not <laughs> the guy. Um, but there's there's a few guys emails and phone numbers that I have that I I do do that and that's a great practice to have. Yeah, yeah, um, it, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know about you, but have you been experiencing like super long wait times for tech support and stuff here lately? No, I usually call and it goes right through. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's been, so, it's buckle up. So, <laughs> so it's, it's some of them. Uh, I mean, there's there's one where I think I, I called the other day and I was 26 in the queue, oh and I'm boy. like, and I still have their hold music stuck in my head, like right now to this day, I can still hear it. <laughs> yeah, I've had one. I was like 25, and yeah, I call. I mean, I waited out because I mean, sometimes you have to for warranty. You gotta call and get through them. Um, yeah, 
it, it's it's nuts. Um, I sat on hold. I was on a call where they made you get warranty authorization from site. Mm-hmm. You couldn't leave. And I, I literally waited an hour and 45 minutes to get an authorization number when the job oh, took yeah. like 30 minutes. The job was literally a 30-minute job. I'm like, you guys realize you paid me there? You know, sit there for that long? Like, well, I mean, it's just how we want it done. I'm like, that's fine. You're going to pay for it. Yeah. So you're just on hold waiting for, what, a confirmation number? Yeah, wait for confirmation number because they don't want you to leave in case they want you to check yeah. something else. I'm like, this is so stupid. I could have drove home, been home, been chilling for an hour before they even answered the phone. But I just sat there in the parking lot, you know, waiting it out. That's just part of it. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, uh, I've majority of the time I call tech support now, it's it's a whole time. It's a wait time. And it, it feel like it's gotten a, maybe a little worse. I don't know if maybe it's because the like industry is like hiring more technicians. I don't know why, but I feel like recently it's been a whole lot longer. Um, now there's some manufacturers that'll pick up under 10 minutes, but most of the time it's you're waiting there for a little bit. Yeah, that sucks. The whole music uh, yeah. gets stuck in your head, <laughs> and you can tell what companies are all together use the same software because it's the same music, and it just drives you nuts. Well, have some you had them. any? Go ahead. No, you're good. I was gonna say, have you had any luck with the ones where you can press one and they'll save your spot in the queue and call you back? Uh, the only one is uh, are we are we allowed to say manufacturer names? Or? I mean, we're not dogging anybody out. I mean, so yeah, yeah we can uh, say it. Um, Henny Penny, I've actually used their callback feature, and they actually have a text feature now too, um, where you can text tech support, uh, which is yeah. pretty cool, and they're pretty fast. Yeah, I'm always leery about like giving up your place in line i'd never done it because i'm just scared it's not going to work so i didn't know if you've actually done it and someone's called you back it always it freaks me out every time they say it so i just never try it i've uh no i've i've anytime i've done it i've had luck out of it and one time i i I did it and it was so long i'd already you know diagnosed it and left the job site and they called me back and i was like (laughs) hello who is this and they're like you called us i was like oh never mind I got it figured out. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so today I, I had some tech support issues with that oven. Those combi ovens I was installing, they were out the shams. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. beating them up. Um, uh, they uh, So they have a feature where they can send you a text message, and you click on it, and it goes to a website, and it actually opens up a camera. You allow it to view your camera. You turn on speakerphone, and like you can show them what you're working on, and they can like walk you through things via a camera. Oh, yeah. I've actually done that with Prince Castle. Yep, yep. I think Prince Castle says too. Yeah, so that was kind of um, extreme neat. So, I mean, they don't do it all the time, but I think it's like for the one-off or weird stuff. Stuff they can mm-hmm. do it, but it's pretty cool. So they have to, like, escalate you to that, or was it just an option? Um, well, they were trying to see what I was talking about because I had that weird situation with this oven. So the customer ordered the oven to go under a hood. And they ordered disappearing doors, mm-hmm. and um, the hood filled up. They couldn't put it under the hood, so they put it in the next room over. Well, they needed a ventless hood, so they ordered a ventless hood. And come to find out, you can't put a ventless hood on a unit with the sliding or disappearing door because the hardware for the door mounts on top and it sticks mm-hmm. up, so you, it doesn't. The clearances it won't allow it. It just it, would, it just turned into a major nightmare. And uh, <laughs> I had to call for a couple different things before we realized it was. A, I got to the part where they realized you couldn't put on disappearing doors. So by the time I got to the part where 
they see it as a disappearing door, a sliding door. I had already put on option boards. I already done a bunch of other stuff. And I was to the point where I was getting ready to list the top unit off because I had to change the bottom unit top plate for the stat kit because mm-hmm. um, it uses a different vent, so it, it it wouldn't reach the vent pipe to seal off. So by the time we got there and they realized what was going on, it was too late. It was already a nightmare. <laughs> Customers <laughs> mad. Dealers mad. Dealers blaming me. It's just one thing after another, just a headache. Gosh, what, did you finish the install, or is it one of those? No, I can't. You is? can't. You can't do it. So they're trying yeah. to see if they can specially make a ventless unit for it, or if they're going to, have to replace the sliding doors with standard doors. But if you do that, we're going to, have to replace the top of both ovens. It's just, it's just a nightmare, dude. I got mm-hmm. a sales guy telling me it's my fault. I can't be telling this customer this stuff, and you know <laughs> they special ordered it, they special made it, and I'm like, no, it, it's just. It's he said, he said, he said, and yeah, I've got two people blaming me in the factory saying it's not my fault. I did nothing wrong, but you know, we'll see what happens. Where that's crazy, man. That's a huge headache. Was that like customers buy that or wholesaler or distributor sells it and then you just install it? Uh, it was dealers, so they had a kitchen designer design it. Then a dealer got involved because they moved to a different room and he's, I don't know who specked out the ventless hood, but. Someone didn't catch it, and it, it's just turned into a major shitstorm. I told the guy at Tech Support, out to the channel, I was like, can I just send this oven back and you send the right oven? And he's like, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> just send us the right one. Oh, well, that's crazy. But, I mean, that is a cool feature that they're utilizing for stuff like that. Because, uh, I mean, how do you explain? I mean, you could explain it, but, I mean, it, it's kind of a rare situation. So, you know, having eyes on it is... You need to. You gotta have eyes on it. Yeah, refrigeration kitchen tech. He brings up a good point. So I've been to some manufacturers trained too, and um, a lot of them will have a screen that actually lists the calls, and mm-hmm. um, it lists how long you've been on hold and stuff. So like you know, you'll get guys. Oh, I've been on hold for forty-five minutes, and tech support guys are like, well, you've been on hold fifteen minutes, but you know whatever. Yeah. So oh, so it, they know exactly. Oh, uh, they know exactly. Everything's tracked because everything's internet. I mean, all the phones are through the internet now, so they can track everything. So, I mean, how you. Alpha Sham, I called back in and I hung up on that guy twice and he called me right back. So he knew exactly who I was and where I was at. And I never <laughs> left him a number. So uh, yeah. it was pretty funny. So, well, good luck with that, man. I mean, that's, uh, it sounds like something you're going to be dealing with for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm hoping they get a new unit. <laughs> I'm hoping. I guess I'm going to be taking the sliding doors off, converting them over, which is not going to be fun either. So we'll see yeah. what happens. So yeah, Scott Westbrook says Altachan best export around, and they have it's called Texi. Yeah, I've had pretty good luck with it, man. Um, when I do call Altachan, they work out pretty well. I mean, uh, I've had issues with every company in tech support, and I mean, just the case. And most of the time it is, is I'm in a mood or they're in a mood. I'm not blaming anybody. I mean, I'm I'm just as guilty as the next person. I'll have an attitude, so I'm not trying to say I'm perfect. <laughs> I've honestly never called. Uh, I don't believe I've ever spoke with Alto Sham Tech Support. We don't really have a whole lot of like, I guess, more of the intelligent equipment of Alto Sham down here. Yeah, um, yeah, it's mainly just warranty stuff. I have to call them. Um, mm-hmm. They make you call from site for every warranty call and get authorization. And yeah. then on some of their stuff, they want certain parameters and stuff checked before you leave. So it just. That's the okay. one that always drives me nuts. But they have like a back door for warranty techs, and you don't wait near as long if you just go through the normal stuff. Oh, I gotcha. 
Altos. One of those combi ovens. They make all kinds of stuff, but yeah, it's the combi ovens, and they make like a little vector. They call it a vector oven. It's like mm -hmm. a multi-chamber oven, so you can have like different. It's one oven, but there's different chain chambers, and um, it uses air blown through uh, a bottom and top plate, and it kind of impinges the heat. And uh, mm. you can actually cook it like there's two chamber, three chamber, four chamber, and you actually cook it like different cha different temperatures in each chamber. So it's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, it's a down here. We have a lot of restaurants calling their holding cabinets Alto Shams. Well, like, yeah, it's, it's a sham. So that's what they started yeah. off with was the uh, a, there's, there's a warming cabinet and it's kind of like mm -hmm. running there. Yeah. So. So Refrigeration Kitchen Tech says Alto Sham averages all the service calls across North America to see how long a warranty call should take. Interesting concept. Yeah, there's a lot of companies that actually hmm. do that. Um, then they, they pay you based on that time. Now, they will pay you if uh, a call takes longer, but you got to justify it and explain why it took longer in order to get payment for longer times. Um, Rationale does a program like that as well. They, uh, they, uh, you know, they'll pay a certain number of hours to do a job, and if it goes hmm. over, they want to know why. But if it goes under, you still get paid that same amount. So, oh, nice. So you have to call like before and after, like check in, check out, or just check out. Uh, Alto Sham is just when you check out. You need an authorization number. Um, mm -hmm. Now I have some third party service stuff we do stuff for. We have to check in, we get site check out, and we leave. Some you can call from your phone. Some you have to call from the site phone. Some you can use an app if your phone's GPS enabled and it tracks your location. And sometimes the address doesn't match what the GPS coordinates are, and it's just a headache. It's just mm -hmm. it is what it is. Scott, who do you work for? He says he uh, they track hold and call times, and their average hold time is two minutes. Um, that'd be sweet. <laughs> I have pretty good luck, like I said, but I'm not calling everybody um, unless I absolutely have to. We had a guy, he'd call every manufacturer, warranty or not, tech support, <laughs> and let them know what he did to that unit. And I'm like, dude, it's not warranty. Why are you calling them? You're wasting your time. You're wasting their time. So, yeah. Well, he would just call and check out for nothing, just because. Oh, Scott Westbrook works for Alpha Shame. Are you on the tech line, or what do you oh, do there, man. bud? That's funny. Throwing him under the bus. No. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm not here to bash anybody. I, mean, I, I do Alpha Shame work. I'm the Alpha Shame designated tech for Indianapolis area. Um, I do Alpha Shame pretty much any call that comes in. If it has to be a designated tech, it's me that goes for the Indianapolis uh, market. So Nice. That's cool. I mean, but like the tech sports stuff, it all comes down to doing a little bit of work before you get there, doing a little bit of work on your own. Um, their job's hard enough. Diagnostic. As, investigative diagnostic. Yeah, I I see it as a oh regional manager of Northeastern U.S. Okay, okay. Um, so you're not over Indiana, are you? No, I'm not sure. Um, Northeast. Northeast. That's probably like probably stops like Ohio, I imagine. Uh, like Pennsylvania, um, Boston, New York. Yeah. <laughs> so I I like a challenge. So I'm not going to call Tech Sport to try to get answers if I feel like I can try to get it myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know about you. Like, that's how I like this job. It's a challenge. I like to see if I can overcome that challenge without getting help from somebody else. And if you, I mean, if if you figure it out and do the diagnostic process on your own and you and you get to the solution and you solve that problem i think you learn it and you retain it a whole lot more than if someone walks you through the steps that's just how i feel personally 
Um, oh so yeah. I kind of want to. I want to take a beating before I call tech support. <laughs> well, like I said earlier, I mean, these guys call and they want the answer, and mm-hmm. that's not how it works. I mean, there's so many variables about calling tech support. There's so many variables in every piece of equipment. <laughs> Self-help, spot on. Yes. Um, there's so many variables that you can that change from every piece of equipment to every location between water pressure, gas pressure, voltages. I mean, I've driven down the street and at one place be, you know, 208 and in the next place is 213 and go to another place mm-hmm. and it's, it's like 199. I mean, it's just transformers play an issue. I mean, you got to do some work on your own. Don't go in there and just looking for answers. I mean, like I said, I don't give anybody answers. I'm going to give you questions that are going to lead you to the answer because I feel that you're going to learn if I do that. If I just give you the answer, you're never going to learn. You're going to keep calling me for answers, and that's not what I'm here for. I got enough of my own problems. I don't need to give you answers. I'm still looking for my own most days. (laughs) No, but that's true, though. And I mean, like, uh, and then and you also learn how to get to that point because I've called some tech support, and you'll explain the issue. And before you get into what you did, they're like, oh, it's this. Like, wait, hold on a second. You know, how do I check this to see if that's the that's the problem? They're like, oh, no, we hear this a lot. This is what it is. And I hate that. And, I mean, yeah, it's easy to get you off the phone. And it, they're probably right because they're specialists doing that every day. But then again, I'll have no idea. Like, what if that bites you, you know, bites you in the future? Then you never knew how to get to that point. So those always frustrate me. I, I hate when I'm just, you know, given the answer right off the bat. Sometimes I'm frustrated. I'm like, just tell me what it is. But... <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I mean, I want to know why it's that, though. Um, yeah. I want to know why it is that. So I'm going to just inquisitive the person as it is. I don't want to know the answer. I want to know how to figure it out. I mean, yeah, there is days where I don't want to do the work and just give me the answers like get out of here. But most days aren't like that. I, I want to learn so that if I run this again, I'm not calling tech support. So. Yeah. And also, like, for my notes, like, I like good detailed notes on the work order. So, like, I want to put down factual evidence and data that I collected instead of being like, call tech support. They said it was the sensor, order the sensor, come back and fix it. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring his comment up. He has got a good comment. So, agreed, tech support is not a crutch. Uh, they expect their ASA partners to at least try for an hour before calling. Uh, we have tons of support items on the website. Yeah, I've seen a lot of your stuff on the website. Um, I uh, I go by the forty-five minute rule. Um, I, 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 that's what I was taught when I started seventeen years ago. Um, I try to fix it. I try to figure it out. If I'm not making headway, I'm making progress for, in forty-five minutes. That's when I'm going to reach out. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the time, man, there's so much stuff online that you can figure out the answers to most of the stuff. You know, uh, I, I'll repeat this every day until the day I die, but it's not so much about being good at your job. It's about being good at finding the information to do your job. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Cause I mean, that's something I learned early from a, a service manager of mine. That was a huge like butthead, but he always said, you know, you're not going to just know every problem, but you're going to have tools to be able to utilize to get to the solution of every problem. And that's how it transfers into this. Yeah, so Tom Long says, have you guys ever had a beta unit in calling tech support and they've never seen the unit? Yeah, I've had some units like that. Um, and it, 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 it's kind of frustrating. It's kind of weird. They're like, that unit doesn't exist. I'm like, 
yeah, it does. And then finally, you know, they asked somebody like, oh, how, what are they working on? You know, I'm like, that's stuff like that with Fry Master. You know, they called me, hey, we need you to look at this. You know, it's, it's a test unit for a location, you know, did you get there and there's all kinds of stickers on there. So it's proprietary to this, this, and this. I'm like, oh boy, this is bad. <laughs> so, I mean, there's situations where you run into that and, you know, they can't, tech support's not going to do everything, especially if they're a company that has multiple things. Like, I'm, so Scott's in here. I'll talk about Altosham. I mean, Altosham has a lot of different stuff, dude. They, they make mm-hmm. warmers. They make hot wells. They make combi ovens. They used to make fryers. They have, um, blast chillers out there i mean they've got a lot of stuff out there and so you call them tech support those guys aren't just focusing on one thing you know some of these brands you know they have guys that just focus on one thing you call in for say combo therm you used to call cleveland and get you you know they help you with the combo therm stuff well now you're just calling straight combo therm you're dealing with mm-hmm. guys that only deal with combo therm products so you know they're pretty knowledgeable they can get you to the answer pretty fast but you never know i mean some of these companies they may have 50, 60 different offerings, and these guys got to try to cover it all. So, I mean, you got to have a little patience with them sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And that is true about Combo Therm. Those guys are pretty on point. Um, you know, yeah. Getting the... but, so, uh... so, Refrigeration Kitchen Tech says new techs will change the part based on what tech support tells them to change. I always tell my team, did you meter that out for part to confirm? Yeah, I've been burdened on that. I've had, when I first started, you know, call tech support, hell, it says change it and change it. It still doesn't the same thing. And then, you know, if it's warranty or you explain to your customer, well, they told me to do that. Well, now you're stuck <laughs> with this part that you put in. It's not the problem. And are you still down? So it's, it's kind of rough. I don't, I don't try to blame tech support unless it's, you know, they sent the part out and said, Hey, change this. Um, even if I do get a call where it says they send the part, I always diagnose that part. And, and like, um he said i mean so say if they send you out a gas valve or they send you out a contactor you can own up that coil of the new one compared to the old one okay it is in fact a coil or you know it is in fact a valve or something so mm-hmm. i mean at least if you do have that part you can kind of see and kind of you know get a better idea Ooh. well it's like some of the temperature sensors um that were giving everybody troubles a couple months ago Oh God! Uh, it's gone. So glad it's <laughs> over. Man, it's it's really dissipated. Like I, I really haven't. I mean, Dude, we went from like twenty a week to like none now. Yeah, it was it was all the time, and now I haven't heard a word. So that's good. Hopefully, hopefully it's just all the ones that were bad got fixed, and we're just back and rocking. Yeah, I, I did. I haven't seen. Well, I don't do a whole lot of those. I mean, um, a little bit when I had the trainers trainees with me more, but. Man, it, it was bad, dude. I was doing them every weekend. I was like on call. I'm changing like two or three probes a weekend. I'm like, this is stupid. And then yep. doing it in a week, you're changing one like every night. I'm like, this is yep. ridiculous. So, yeah, so uh, Tom Long, good. No, you're good. Uh, I was just gonna read Tom Long. He said uh, he did the beta test for Garland for Wendy's. Um, I've done some of the first units in Indiana. Uh, I'd love to have been a part of the beta test. That's cool. Um, those units are. I like those units. Um, they're having problems, but I don't think the unit's the actual problem. I think it's more along the lines of uh, improper cleaning procedures that's causing most of the issues of those units. So um, as far as I know, they're getting ready. They got to rework on uh, new new platen covers or new platens, upper platens to take care of some of the issues. But that'd be a pretty cool program to work with. I try to jump on like the beta test. I mean, if, if I get one in my area, 
I make sure I try baby it because that's cool. You don't get a whole lot of stuff like that, Dusty, because you guys don't do a lot of warranty work, do you? Yeah, we don't really do any warranty work. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll warranty our own work, but yeah. as far as manufacturer warranty, we don't really. So I'm not a whole lot of experience with that stuff because I guess if it's beta, you know, or if it was, warranty company's going to handle it. And yeah. Sure we'll get to it. Yeah, it's so. it's it's definitely different. You open up something and there's like there's no label and it says proprietary. <laughs> I've opened up such as a property of like the manufacturer. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what did I just get into? Where do you I get never, information on that? Is there like service manuals? Well, most of the time, if you get called out for something like that, they're telling you to call from site. They're giving you mm-hmm. a number of the specialists. They're giving you a number of like an upper level service manager, service one of the service department that's upper level that can uh, help you out. So, yeah. it's it's definitely crazy though. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of a different beast because, you know, if, unless you had a specialist number to that, I would imagine if you call manufacturer, they're not clueless, but you work a little harder. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't imagine. I mean, it's hard. It's hard enough of a wiring diagram if you don't have a wiring diagram on a on something like that. It's it's nuts. So hopefully yeah. they give you good contact information. So. So Dean Pearson says he gives his younger technicians an hour. Yeah, an hour, 45 minutes. I always just say 45 minutes because by the time they actually get the courage to call, it's going to be about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I got to do it. I got to do it. But, I mean, you, you'd you be surprised at how much you can figure out in that 45 minutes. I mean, you can check and test. It sounds like not enough time, but if you really get into the the, you know, the flow of checking everything in – in you know uh proper sequence i mean you're gonna you're, you're probably gonna i mean you're likely gonna find your answer within that window so yep so i mean it all comes down to is you have to do a little work on your end and have a little patience yeah. um like dusty said earlier if you take a measurement write that down so you, if you can't remember it write it down i mean we always carry those little notebooks I, i've got two cell phones i've got a notes app on my phone if i know it's from a ton of information i write all that down um, you know, like on a lot of the sealed refrigeration stuff, they don't want you to put taps on there. So you got to do a lot of your own work ahead of time for you to put taps on there. I mean, you, some of these manufacturers make you call before you put taps on there. So, I mean, in situations like that, you're recording data, you're recording pressure, not pressure, but you're recording line temperatures, you know, suction line, liquid line, discharge line, you're recording, uh, antrol. I mean, so any information you, you think that you've used or you've, acquired in the process of checking out that piece of equipment save that write it down and that's just going to be more information you pass along to the factory it's just going to help you out and make their job easier and your job easier exactly and that's a that's a one more thing too i'll add to that is it's kind of we kind of talked about a little bit on our intermittent issues show um but another thing i usually like to write down is i'll ask the kitchen and the staff when it you know if it's an issue that's not exactly acting with them there Mm-hmm. Say, when did this happen? What was going on when you were having this issue? And I'll write that down. So if I have to call tech support, I'll mention that too. And then a lot of times I can help you. Because if you call tech support, you're like, everything's working now. Then, you know, it's nobody has any idea. But if you say, oh, on peak times or when this is on and this is off, you know, yeah. and then they'll they'll get you that, you know. It's, I usually like to write that stuff down. But that's self-diagnostic too. But I think it's an important part of the conversation if you have to call someone. Sweet. So I think it's about all I got on the tech support issues. Um, any trouble calls this week or 
Anything that's kicked your butt recently you had contact support on? Um, not um, – gosh, if I, if I did, I guess I forgot this week. It's been a pretty not so uh, – I guess head-scratching week, you know. It's been slightly smooth for the most part. Cross my fingers, i still got tomorrow to go. But I, I did change the heating element today in a holding cabinet, and that was a fun morning. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, no. What's he changing out the sham heating element? That's the I'm, blanket one. Isn't well, it? there's different style. I'm just picking one out the sham because Scott's in here. So um, mm-hmm. they have a blanket style on the small ones. They have I don't know what they call it blankets. It's just like a foil tape with the the wire wrapped through there. So I have old cooking hold units, and it's got ceramic insulators, and it's got that wire. You actually have to fish it like in a big continuous strand all the way around this thing. I've got one yeah. I gotta do, and it's a nightmare. <laughs> That's kind of how the one I did the day was. It it comes in through the top, and it goes through those little wheels. You know, it'll groove yeah. through, groove up, groove oh, down. Okay. Yeah. So it's intertwining on both sides, but it's just one long wire. I remember I got the heating element, and I was like, "What in the?" <laughs> Dude, Scott's laughing. He knows, man. Dude, I, the first one I ever did was a Halo heat uh, heated display cabinet, and it was in the bottom, and. Yeah. It, it was a nightmare, and it was that wire. It had to run. You had to run it through ceramic insulators and wrap it around, and it was just, I, I you know, back then it, we didn't use the internet to order parts. We had a parts people. We'd call and tell them, and he sent me this roll of wire, and I called him. I was like, "This ain't the right part. This is a roll of wire." And the guy just started laughing at me. He goes, "No, that's the right part." He's like, "Have fun." And I was like, "No." <laughs> oh yeah, and you and you you have just. I mean, I think three heating elements all together, so you have six wires mm-hmm. so you have to just you know usually just pull that one out separate that one and fish it. i mean it's it's a pain it's a fun job but you know <laughs> i guess uh, i haven't really i don't think i've had um uh, talked to tech support much this week i think i did on henny penny just for a part number but today's the most i've talked to tech support in a while and uh scott <laughs> if you talk to marshall tell him i'm sorry for hanging up on him twice <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was Alto Shame you called today. That was Alto Shame today. <laughs> I talked to uh, I talked to three different tech support guys. I talked to Claude several times. It, it was a rough day, um, and it wasn't. It was nothing with the unit. It was all sales guy issues, and they were just trying to get it situated and straightened out. And it was just a headache, man. That's just multiple just, people involved in situations. So yeah, so it when. What I call tech support is generally an issue. I want to try to get the same guy back. So that's mm-hmm. another thing we can talk about. If you if you if you're dealing with a problematic issue and you're trying to get the same guy over and over and over, get that guy's extension uh, or get his direct line and try to get in that way. Yeah, no, I agree. And then because usually it's a problem they're familiar with or mm-hmm. someone that you can you know because there's some tech support where I talk to him like man that guy's great he really knows his stuff mm-hmm. so you usually get his name. There's a guy, uh, I'll do a shout out. I think his name's Ron, maybe, Primaster, older guy. Hmm. Um, I think that's his name. But that dude knows his stuff. He, he, I have tons of schematics and diagrams and flowcharts in my email that I've utilized a lot. Um, hmm. And that's, you know, you kind of want to remember that stuff and, you know, keep the extension and the names so you can know in the future. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, the thing with the names, if someone tells you to do something and it's under warranty, Write down who you talk to's name, yeah, in in your notes. Because if you know they have a question about what happened, they can always go back to that person, you know, and try to see 
Um, I've had tech support guys where I ask them, like, hey, what's your name? And they tell me their name is, what's your last name? And they won't give it to you. I'm yeah. like, what the heck, dude? I'm like, that's <laughs> that's kind of shady, man. So I guess they don't I, want you to repeat it or something. Or I, I don't I don't know if they don't want to repeat it or they don't want to be held liable. I mean, but it is what it is. Um, They're just like Bob. That's my name. <laughs> I mean, I've had horrible tech support. Yeah, problems in the past. Um, <laughs> I just keep picking on Altoshan, but the lady they had, she got me years ago. She got me, and. uh she called me an idiot. It, 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 luckily, it was after hours, and she was on a cell phone. I was like, you're lucky this line's not recorded, and you're on your cell phone. I said, because I'd be having your ass. Yeah. That's <laughs> nuts, like, man. Oh, yeah, dude. She she called me an idiot, and she told another guy that was working on this thing that he didn't have any idea what he was doing. And it was crazy. <laughs> it was like it was a pinched wire in the back. They ran the wire, and it got pinched between the frame and the back panel, and it, it – the fan was in a certain speed. It vibrated enough and it rubbed through and it arced out and it blew the fuse. But it was like random. You couldn't get to do it. And like, mm-hmm. dude, she called me an idiot. She told this guy any other tech would have it figured out in 30 minutes. And dude, I was I was mad. <laughs> that's nuts, man. That's that's uncalled for. But did yeah. you call her an idiot or were you just like, eh, whatever. No, I just <laughs> bit my tongue and let it go. I just told her she was lucky she wasn't on a recorded line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, so. I, I haven't really dealt with a lot of that. I mean, you'll deal with people who are brunt or short, yeah. but most of the time they're stressed or it's, it's usually the, the, the more senior technical minded guys who are kind of like that way. Cause they're mm-hmm. trying to just, they get frustrated easier, but I've never really had anyone be straight out rude. So I do. When I first started, there was a guy that worked in Cleveland. If you called him and you got him and you didn't have the information he asked for, he just hang up on you. Yeah. He was at tech support. This is the guy you're calling for help. He just hang up on you. Click. I got to the point. I was so scared to call when I first started. And if I heard his name, I'd just hang up and call back. <laughs> Never mind. I was, else. I was so scared. I mean, it taught me that, hey, you got to do some of this stuff on your own. And I, I get it. The younger guys need help. They don't know, you know, they don't they experience it. But yeah, man, he'd, he'd hang up on you if, you if you didn't have the information he wanted. Can they do that? He did it. He didn't care. <laughs> Whatever. He did it for years, man. It was always, dude. I got, I heard that name. It was like click, call back. That's what I did to poor Marshall today. He didn't deserve it. So, yeah, you got him reversed, you know. Yeah. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Thanks for everybody for hopping on. Um, we had some good talks yeah. here. If anyone has any other questions or anything, just hit us up in the DMs, and we'll try to answer best we can. That'll work, man. See, see ya. Have fun tonight. Yep. Yep, we'll do.